Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Vikram Rajan on the line. Vikram, how are you? I'm well, Michael. How are you doing? I am good. We're going to talk about video today and all kinds of different things, but uh, share with the audience a little bit about you and the awesome work that you do. Sure. I'm the co-founder of videosocials.net. We're a combination of video blogging clubs, which is a peer community of lawyers and accountants, coaches, consultants. We come together in these video blogging clubs on Zoom. And it sounds and feels like a networking group, but instead of elevator pitches, we each take a turn to present a two to three minute topic, which gets recorded as a video blog. And then we get feedback on our presentations, sometimes even exchange referrals and presentation ideas. Um, That, of course, uh, portion leads to the networking opportunities. And then each of our members get a link to their video on a private preview page. And that's part two of Video Socials, which is a posting automation app that we have called Brander that adds captions and logo and the headline. And it's one-click posting to YouTube and Facebook Live and LinkedIn and WordPress. It's really easy to have that automatically reposted as well. It's an amazing tool. And I'm guessing, I could be wrong, but I'm guessing over this last year, you've probably seen a slight uptick in uh, usage of of video work. I I don't know why, but I'm just guessing. Yeah, it's it's been a bittersweet uh, experience in that sense, right? So uh, with all the uh, hardship and sadness that's out there, um, nevertheless, people uh, do see the value of video and are able to benefit from it, especially if they are able to do business remotely, uh, like most of uh, uh, professionals can. And our type of members, uh, as they were flocking to Zoom, they understood that their networking has to come online. They know they had to scale in different ways. And video blogging on social media is a great way for them to stay top of mind with their word of mouth referral relationships. And again, one of those things, and this is a podcast, and obviously it's audio, but I do yeah. video stuff as well and upload it to YouTube and whatnot. Sure. But the thing of it is, especially in this working remotely and not getting to see many people face to face, it's really, really nice to be able to interact with people, even in a you know video situation like this. I mean, you know, yeah, okay, you're on my screen and whatnot, but you know, the interactions and the visual cues are are, are still there, as if you were sitting, you know, over in the chair across from my computer desk. You know, it's it's and you know, you're, yeah, you're, you're I, I think a lot of us have uh, have definitely adapted. I think there's a huge segment of the population. I remember when we started video socials two years ago, around this time, mm-hmm. February of 2019. Most of our members never heard of Zoom and the concept of being on a webcam and having a natural and normal conversation was relatively foreign. I mean, they knew that stuff existed, but it wasn't a part of their normal day to day. Of course, you know, uh, unfortunately, to some degree, because I know the the tidal wave was coming and then it became a tsunami uh, with, with COVID and everything that exactly, Michael, that people have really adapted and kind of become almost so used to it, there's that concept of Zoom fatigue and all that. But nevertheless, I think, you know, there's so much to be said for body language um, and reading between those words. And and, um, and so from that aspect, we're able to convey a lot. I mean, ultimately, video becomes a proxy of what we could do in person uh, and, and let, let alone face-to-face. And it's an opportunity for people to get to know us beyond just our words. So from that aspect, I mean, there's a, a other part of our company that does handle video shows and podcasts and handles written articles 
but there's something to be uh, to be said about that cascading effect of video um, that you know it ends up uh, being really really cool format. It's an amazing format, and I find you know when consuming content, for example, if I'm learning something, yeah. okay, I can listen to an audio book or yep. audio training, yeah, or if I'm watching an online course. You know, I'm seeing, you know, there's, you know, there's visuals, there's a whiteboard or there's different types of graphics that are being shared. And also to, you get the, you get the interaction with the instructor, even though that's recorded and you weren't there, but they're talking to you as if you are in that room right now. And there's, there's familiarity with it. And you tend to pay, quite frankly, you tend to pay more attention when you're watching a video than you're listening. And I'll give you a great example. Yeah. The, the, the time of this recording is opening day in Major League Baseball. Mm. All right. I love baseball. I've loved it since I was a little kid. I used to listen to games on the radio at night because I didn't have a television in my bedroom. Sure. Uh, and not all the games, kind of date myself here, all the games were not televised back then. Now everything is. Watching a game and listening to a game is two different experiences. Yeah. You know, that's why, you know, consuming and having a video call with somebody is different than using your phone. And it's, it's just different, although you could use vid video on this as well, but it's still such a different thing. It's more rich. I, it it yeah. connects to more of our senses, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something to be said. You know, there's that phrase that, um, that goes that nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And I, I think for those of us who are essentially selling ourselves, our, our expertise, our experience, our competency, professional services, maybe it's packaged as a coaching service or a course or a product or some deliverable. Uh, nevertheless, they're, they're buying in us. They're trusting in us. And that no like, and trust concept of marketing also comes into play. And so video really enables people to get to know us and get to know who we are and how we are. And so, you know, there's something to be said about a mix of all multimedia, you know, Facebook ad experts always say put a person in there because we gravitate to eye contact. So visuals help in that sense. But then you know, it's the concept of, you know, as we know, podcasts are really effective. I'm a podcast junkie. So I listen to podcasts a lot because uh, while I'm walking, picking up the kids, et cetera, or doing the dishes, I'm able to uh, essentially listen and learn. So that's great. Um, and then others, uh, we do want to read. And, and sometimes the written word has more weight and gravitas and gravity than even just uh, the, the words in ether of, of video or audio. The amazing thing with video, and a lot of our members know this, they can click a button in our system and Alexa essentially transcribes the video into written form. And so it's a, an automatic video to written blog atmosphere and, and aspect of our uh, automation. So members are able to benefit from that multimedia experience, as you mentioned, Michael, that not only is it with video multimedia, but then you can separate it out into the modalities to use that phrase. So there's a lot of benefits in that sense. And a lot of us find it easier to talk to other people and be conversational and natural than to sit down in front of a white screen and just start typing. Writer's block is easy to uh, uh, um, to face, uh, but it's easier to overcome when you have an audience and our, our video blogging clubs essentially become a focus group for one another. I love that feature too, because I, as a content creator, you, know, you, you record a video or you record a podcast or things like yeah. that. You know, my audience, you know, I've got, you know, I blog 
podcast, speak, all kinds of different things. Those are all, some of them are the same people, but for most of them, they're different audiences. People consume things differently. So there are people that, you know, listen to the show that has never gone on my YouTube channel. There are people that watch my videos on YouTube that have never listened to my show, or there's people that read my blog that have never consumed anything else from me. But the beautiful thing about that service is, I'm still creating the same content that's yeah. getting repurposed in a variety of different ways Correct. without a lot of, okay, now I've just spent 20 minutes recording this. Now I'm going to type up a blog post okay. to summarize it. Right. No, let, let technology take care of that. Outsource right. that, you know, delegate that, you know, that's, yeah. that's one of the things I hammer home. It's like, if you can delegate something, so you only work on your sweet spot, do it. It's worth yeah. it. Believe yeah. me, it's worth it. That's uh, a great feature. So what are, what are some of the favorite things that uh, your clients love about about the product? I mean, that they just rave about time and time yeah, again. Yeah, so it's funny. So at the end of every club, we actually ask one of our members, usually some of the newer members, to share something they enjoy about video socials. And it really just gives them an opportunity uh, to kind of affirm to themselves the value. Uh, but it ends up becoming, like you just mentioned, them as raving fans. And it's really spectacular to, to hear it. So I'm in time again, and, I, and I'm and i not on all the clubs because we host three or four of them every day at this point and I get nothing else done. Uh, but nevertheless, I listen to all of the closing remarks. We call them enjoys. Um, and time and time again, we always hear the accountability aspect, of it, the habit-making process that if they didn't have someplace to go and actually get their video recorded each week, they wouldn't get around to it. Um, and if they didn't have a place to go, if in case they missed their home club, they, they wouldn't get around to it. And and from that aspect, it's the peers holding themselves accountable, you know, where it's we're not doing anything magical. We've got no whip, but they've got to want to do it. But where there's a will, where they're, you know, where the way. Um, and so from that aspect, they want to do it. They know that they should do it. Uh, it's a matter of making the time for it. And we're a big uh, advocate, proponent, um, and enjoyer of, Kind of that multifaceted approach where you can kind of hate to say uh, multitask because uh, we, we don't want people literally multitask. We don't want people checking email while on the video blogging club. But we know while they're doing their video blogging, they are getting a little bit of networking done. They're getting a focus group. They're learning from others when it's not their turn, uh, not only presentation skills, but literally nuggets of knowledge that you're kind of watching essentially seven others do a three minute video. I mean, that's like a 20 minute seminar on different topics. Uh, within those 20 minutes. So uh, there's a multifaceted aspect. So I think, uh, but, but by and large, and that's a very nuanced a- answer, but by and large, our members talk about the accountability the habit. And then part of that is the community. They enjoy being part of something greater that is not just for their own benefit, but they're benefiting others. We have some members, um, happens routinely, where Either they're just not in the condition to present, they're kind of low energy, they're maybe f- feeling sick or ill, or, or they just came out from working out or something of that no- nature. They'll come onto the club and they won't record. They're just there literally to give feedback and to clap for others and to really be part of the team. And I find that fascinating. We, my, my partner, uh, Mark Bullock, and I, when we started this, we never foresaw that, foresaw that the concept of people would come on. And now we have to say when you participate, not when you record, because we don't want to discourage that. All right, you don't have to come on if you're not recording. No, people do come on. And so that community feel that you are part of something where you're helping others and others are helping you is real. And it's really cool because inevitably what happens is our members start sharing each other's videos 
because they're in complementary professions so that CPA is able to learn and recommend that trust and estates attorney who can then recommend that wealth manager. And so our members are constantly sharing each other's, which is kind of form of networking and referrals. It's just a multiplier effect becomes that much more efficient with you know, social media that they're not necessarily going viral per se, but if one of your colleagues can share you with a couple of hundred others, well, that's a tremendous proactive type of word of mouth that is hard to get. Yeah, and, and even going back to you know the pandemic conversation, never has it been more important for us to be in community because yeah. so many of us, unfortunately, have had to be physically separated yeah, an um, from an isolation where that's why you're seeing yeah. different types of uh, even, you know, you know, using video calls and group yeah. calls with people, you know, people are doing it not not for work. They're like, okay, you know, we got to have a meeting and do this. No, they're doing it because they just, you know, want to get together with a bunch of their friends. Yeah. Uh, well, my brother, you know, does it, you know, quite a bit with um, several of his friends that, you know, used to, you know, go out all the time and haven't been able to, you know, off and on, you know, for the last year. So, you know, it's like, okay, we're just going to you know, have a seven o'clock call and everybody got emailed and texted the link if they can jump on great if they can't no big deal and they just do the same thing they would if they were at the pub having a couple pints they're having a couple pints at home and they're still still doing it you know okay maybe you know i I don't know if if one gets to designate to play the music or i'm not sure i didn't go into that granular of details with them but it's like okay each week everyone gets to pick the music to play in the background or something like that but but the end of the day it it builds community and and obviously with the platform it it allows you to you said it you connect you have community yeah it's a it's a networking event in a way as well sure and you know referrals and, and and you get to know people because again, if I pick up a phone call, this is before you know video calls became yeah. you know yeah. normal day to day operations. You pick up the phone and you're calling somebody. They don't they hear your voice. They might be able to pick up some tones and right. some you know you know things. Say yeah, sounds like a genuine person. Okay, right. great, all right. Um, don't know anything really about them. Okay, what's going on? And right. you know, now with internet, you can you can pretty much internet stalk anybody. And you're like, okay, well, this is what they're doing. This is what they do. This is who they're on. Okay, they're on all these media platforms. Okay, let's look at that. Okay, yeah. wow, pretty consistent. Okay, I kind of get an idea what this person's about. You get on a video call with them. You, then all of a sudden, you're like. It, 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 in a way, it switches. It's like, okay, you've done this research on this person, and now you're on a video call with them. And it's as if, and this just something just came to my mind right now, it's almost as if you're, you're literally in their living room, and you're just having a conversation, and you're visiting with them. And you're like, wow, I'm getting to know the real person. I've seen the social media person. Right. Now I'm getting to know the real person. And yeah. again, these, the tools that your product has, you know, brings that forward and then some. Yeah, it's especially why for our members, we don't want the video scripted. Sometimes our members who are very nervous uh, need, have, feel the need to write, at, write it out verbatim, their script. And we say, look, if that's what you need as a crutch, sure, do it as an exercise but then summarize it into bullet points, two or three bullet points, because we still want somewhat of an extemporaneous feel because we want that natural, genuine conversational feel. It's exactly what you're saying, Michael, because we don't want this to be a crafted elevator pitch. 
that's not what it's meant to be. It's meant to be really a nugget of knowledge where it's like having a two-minute conversation or a three-minute conversation with someone to have that insight because I'm not going to get all my questions answered. If I'm watching a two-minute video with, let's say, that trust in a state's attorney, and he's talking about different types of, of foundations that I could put my money into, or he's talking about different structures I can I can do. I don't know what's right for me, but I can see that he's going to think it through. I can see his ideas and his personality. I can see if I could, if I'm going to click with him. And so when I have that conversation with him uh, and I ask him or her those questions, it's much more like you said, I've already gotten to know, I've kind of gotten the first date out of the way, so to speak. And now I can have a much more of a genuine, relaxed conversation and not have to be put on airs and everyone has to kind of be on that uh, facade. And we really want to get to know, especially the people that we work with as advisors and practitioners, and we want them to get to know us too. Like we want to click with our clients as well. We, we know we're not right for everyone and we want to kind of pick and choose and, and be the right fit. And it kind of enables us to filter. And then it comes a situation where, you know, if, if we think about it, not every uh, professional is doing this kind of video blogging stuff, but more and more of us are. And inevitably, when we get recommended, like you said, Michael, they're Googling us, they're checking us out just to see if we're legit, even if it's a referral, just to see our, our website, our LinkedIn, something like, who is this guy? And there's nothing to be found on us. And yet the second person that they rec- that, that my friend recommended, there's all this stuff about her. Like she's got videos and she's got a blog and she's got this up-to-date website and her LinkedIn. I see that I'm connected with 20 other people to her. And the first guy is like crickets. Well, I just feel more gravita- uh, gravitationally drawn, so to speak, to that second person. We're like, well, she's obviously part of this world. She's much more transparent. I can get to know her. I can trust her. And if something goes awry, I can know that there's a, an ecosystem here of, you know, kind of getting some recourse if, uh, if I really need that. Versus the first guy, he's just in the silo. Maybe I know this one person. And so not that we all are competing, but nonetheless, we are sort of competing around attention of, of how can people get to know us and can we make it easy for people to get to know us and easy for people to refer us and recommend us to others. The easier we make it for people to click share on us and forward our email, the easier uh, it will happen, the more it will happen. And, and so from that aspect, that's kind of why we're doing this whole thing, that it, it's not video for the sake of video. I'm not a videographer. I have no uh, creative bone in it. It's really just, I know it's such an effective way and that all these algorithms between Google owning YouTube and Facebook prioritizing video and now LinkedIn joining that two years ago that, all right, you know, this is just uh, the nature and the way of the world. And it's only going to be more this way. Some people think of it more worse this way, but nevertheless, more this way that this is is it, you know, 10 years from now, it'll be something else. It might be some augmented reality VR stuff or whatever. We'll figure that out. But for now, video is only going to become even more so. And, and as we get out of this pandemic stuff and we start getting back to being in person, hopefully summertime by the end of the year, I'm sure. Um, I don't think Zoom and, and video conferencing and, and video blogging on social media, I don't think that's going away. I think if anything, to some extent, it's, it's going to increase because it's no longer this ob- obligation where we sort of have to because we have no other choice. And so it becomes Zoom fatigue and where we don't kind of want to do it anymore. I think it'll be more uh, enjoyable at that point because now we, we see that, hey, I could travel 30 minutes for a cup of coffee with you or I could hop on a Zoom call. Why don't I? Because not every meeting is on Zoom. Not every meeting is by remote. I get to enjoy the people in person and then the other people who I don't know as well, I get to filter and kind of watch a video or do a video call. And, and now 
the people I spend time with in person is that much more valuable. So again, it's that, it's that proxy of a first date. So to speak. No, I love the first date analogy. And I think I agree with you. Uh, video is here to stay and will yeah. continue to grow. And <laughs> Through virtual reality and other things, there's all kinds of opportunities of, you know, you know, watching, you know, certain things while you're waiting in line somewhere or, you know, tied in with your car where you're at a stoplight and, you know, a, a short, you know, you can listen or watch a quick video out of the yeah. corner and it knows when your car is getting ready to go. It'll say, okay, now you, it video stops because then yep. you keep to drive and all that kind of stuff there's the sky is you know, the, sky's you, the hardest part is getting started and creating the content because once the content's created then you can have all sorts of automation or uh, virtual assistance uh, to, to do stuff with it like you were saying between automation and delegation there's all sorts of stuff it's that initial first domino that has to get pushed and that can only really be done by individually each of us as professionals no one else is going to represent us the way we do um, you know, sure, you can have like agencies literally and figuratively to, to push it out there uh, on social media, but the actual video should be us because they're really getting to know who we are. Uh, and, and including if we're lar- running a large firm and a, and a large practice, there may be other people, part of the team that should be on video as well because they are client facing and we want to empower them and encourage them. And, and as we uh, encourage kind of the second in command, it also helps us with more leverage and delegation. So it doesn't always have to be exclusively us, but I think that's the first domino. And then comes the, the all the automation that can come. And we're huge fans of, of all that stuff. Yeah, the future is really, really bright with all of this. So Vikram, I've loved this conversation. Where can people find out more about you and this incredible work you're doing? Uh, easiest is our website, video socials. That's plural. S at the end, videosocials.net. Uh, that's the easiest place. Uh, on the bottom right-hand corner of the website will be a chat box. It's not a bot. It's not a robot. It goes to my cell phone. So I keep it on mute for these kinds of opportunities. So thank you, Michael, so that it doesn't disturb us. But people can chat literally with me. And uh, I always joke, one day I will get too busy uh, and then someone else will take it over. But I'm a huge fan of that personal interaction and not a bot. Not everything has to be automated. Um, And that's the easiest way. And then in the top right corner is an opportunity for any of your listeners and your viewers to come on a video blogging club as your guest and really check out what we do and have that firsthand experience of what does it mean to be part of a video blogging club and to get that feedback and get recorded and also even give feedback as a member and then try out the automation stuff of what can happen once the video is created. And it's easy to do. It's fun to do. And it's video blogging together, fun and done. There you go. Definitely have that information in the show notes. So Vikram, thank you again for your time today. Thanks. Really appreciate that and and all this amazing work that you're doing. Thanks thank so you, much. Michael. I appreciate the opportunity. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.